Even though you would sometimes disagree with him, he would listen. There are things that we can be doing right now to have open dialogue, to get public input, and to be able to make solid decisions for the state of Alaska. You know, politics, Mr. President, in my estimation, is a character test. Welcome to the Empty Office Podcast, which is a production of the office of Senator Lukey Geltobin. I'm Mike Mason. We are recording this podcast on day one of the first special session of the 33rd Alaska Legislature, and a big compromise budget deal was just passed. We are joined today, of course, by Senator uh, Lukey Geltobin. Uh, Senator Tobin, uh, big day, right? It was a very big day. And we're also joined by Senator L.V. Gray-Jackson. Senator Gray-Jackson, thanks for stopping by at late notice. Hey, thank you for having me here. So, uh, like I said, today was kind of a big day because the uh, big compromise budget deal was passed that included the largest single increase in education funding, I think, in Alaska history. Am I close? It is the largest single increase we have had to support our schools, to support our kids, to support our teachers. I think the the key caveat is it is one-time funds. And we heard in many committee hearings that one-time funds do not provide the stable, predictable funding our schools need. So it is a big win, but it has a little asterisk on it. And that asterisk is we got to do the work for next session. We need to build the coalition to get the bill passed through the House next year. Senator Gray Jackson, uh, what are your thoughts as uh, we are 122 days into uh, the 33rd Alaska legislature so far? I'm excited. You know, I love public service. And when I'm down here, I'm, I'm, I'm in it 100%. But when it's time to leave, I'm out 100%. And I am so, so happy that we were able to spend the whole day, the leadership in the caucus, working with the House leadership and caucus to come to an agreement so that we can do what we need to do, do things for everyone in our community and the right things, and then move on. At the beginning of the day, if someone were to ask me if uh, we were going to, at the end of the day, have an approved budget that will be sent to the governor for his signature, I would have thought, no way. Come on. <laughs> uh, did you did you think it was going to happen today, Senator Gray Jackson? Well, I'm going to be quite honest, okay? Um, I'm a firm believer and focus on what I want to happen and not what I don't. And I do that all the time. And believe it or not, it usually works. Didn't work with my Juneteenth bill, but we came really, really, really close to the finish line. Senator Tobin, uh, did you think that uh, that we were actually going to get the this done? I did. I looked at the budget that we sent over to the House, and I thought, dang, is this not a good budget? It's not a great budget. It's not a perfect budget, but it has really good things in it. And how could anyone say no to that? How could anyone not look at what we accomplished and what we advocated for and also what we agreed upon through committee hearings, through the constituent engagements that we had and not want to put their name on the dotted line saying, we did good. We did good for Alaska. So I, I want to return really quickly to kind of the education funding part of this. Senator Gray Jackson sits on the Senate Education Committee, which Senator Tobin uh, gets to chair. And uh, this year, I think it became perfectly clear 
that our school districts are struggling and they needed immediate help, right? Oh, I agree with you 100%. When I served on the Anchorage Assembly for nine years, school districts were struggling and needed immediate help. And I am just so honored that I got to participate in the real funding to give them the help that they need. Senator Tobin, you and I have sat around this table right here and had some really powerful conversations with people. And the immediate help is kind of the key thing there. We could not let this wait another year, I think. I agree with that 100%. Senator Ray Jackson and I sat through committee hearing after committee hearing after committee hearing where students, parents, school board members, superintendents showed up and said, we are at a real critical juncture that without immediate infusion of resources, we're going to see us doing less with less. And that, I think, really shifted the dialogue, shifted the conversation. It was no longer tighten up your belts, make strategic cuts, maybe have folks do two or three different jobs. It was at a point where we said things are going to break and they're going to break irrevocably and in such ways that we're not going to be able to rebuild for 5, 10, 15 years. We knew that immediate funds were needed and I know Senator Gray Jackson was there with me every moment reminding our finance co-chairs that if Senate Bill 52 did not make it past the finish line, we needed a backstop. We needed something that was going to protect our schools while we get our fiscal house in order and get a bill past the finish line. And that is what showed up in this budget. $680 per student, $175 million is going to our school districts in one-time funds that will get us to next year. And next year is going to be the year. We're going to see a BSA bill passed next year. I want to ask uh, Senator Gray Jackson, since you are here, a question uh, about kind of the, not politics, but kind of the the way this building works. Uh, You, up until this year, you have been a member of the uh, minority organization in the Alaska State Senate, and now you are in the uh, bipartisan majority uh, caucus and actually sitting in leadership. Can you kind of put that in some sort of context, going from the minority to the majority, the level of responsibility, decision-making that uh, goes into that? Well, let me start off by saying, even though we were in the minority, we had an amazing minority um, leader, former Senator Tom Baggage, and it wasn't so bad because of his leadership skills. And and I really mean that. I mean, I had a tiny, tiny office, um, uh, didn't have any committee chairs, you know, but we still worked together with uh, the majority because Senator Giso was the president at that time and she worked really well with Senator Begich and and all of us. But now that I'm in the majority, I have leadership. um, I'm chair of legislative council, which is part of the leadership team. I'm on the labor and commerce committee. I'm on the education committee. I'm on the community and regional affairs committee. And it's pretty amazing. It really is. Uh, Oh, one more thing. I have a really nice big office. (laughs) 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 <laughs> and and you, three staffers. <laughs> and you get to see, you get to, you get to make change and see it happen in, in a, a little quicker than you do in the, in the minority. Right, you can right. still have an impact. It's just, it's different. You get to participate in a caucus of 17 as opposed to a caucus of all Democrats and it's only six of you. You get to help make decisions, which is what happened today. I was so honored to be part of that leadership team and we were negotiating back and forth, back and forth the House leadership, and then bringing in caucuses from each house. It was, 
I'm just so honored that that I'm part of making what happened happened. So you are listening to the Empty Office podcast, and I want to change uh, change this up. Uh, Senator Gray Jackson was talking about how she's looking forward to going home. Uh, what are you going to do when you go home? What are you looking forward well, to doing? Contrary to what some people may think, when we're in session, they think that, okay, session's over. That's the end of, you know, work, which is really not true. I know that there are some legislators who have other jobs, and I'm, I don't. I'm retired from the municipality of Anchorage, and I'm just really thrilled that I have the ability to um, do this job year-round. So I'm going to be in my office every day that I'm in town, not at 8 o'clock in the morning. That's not happening. <laughs> but, you know, I have my staffs there, and I go in um, in the afternoons, and I'm there in, until the evening. And I'm looking forward to, to meeting with constituents, not a lot, we don't have a lot of constituents coming to the office when we're not in session, but we have the opportunity to continue with our community council meetings. We have the opportunity to visit visit different facilities, which is we do a lot of that when we're not in session, and go to different events. And I'm also looking forward to, to being in my kitchen and cooking with wine rice pots and pans and <laughs> knives and nice glasses. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, with a few exceptions, the people that get things done in this building work hard and have great staff. And uh, Senator hundred percent. And uh, Senator Gray Jackson, uh, you have great staff this year. You really do. I do, and I'm grateful for that. When you get really good staff, you're um, lucky. Uh, and it's uh, as a former staffer, uh, Senator uh, Tobin. Uh, what are your thoughts about the importance of of staff with? you know, skill sets and institutional knowledge and the ability to, you know, work a little bit. I don't think it's a radical notion to say staff run this building. They are the most knowledgeable about the process. They have, they have the best recognition of the rules. They understand how to, to do the, the work in a way that is so critical for all of us to, to move policy forward. There has been significant number of times, uh, quite a bit of times that I've gone to you and said, hey, I really want to do this. And you're like, great, I'm going to get it done. And I don't need to provide any other direction. I don't need to to say, here's the, the words you need to use. Here's the exact approach you need to take. You go out and you are able to figure out the, the how of it all. And I am so thankful that I have staff that I'm able to to rely on to do that component of it. Because it's a lot. You're asked to carry a lot. Staff make the building work. And I am so thankful, and I'm going to say this plug, that Senator Gray Jackson is the head of legislative council because she has had the ability to recognize the hard work our staff are doing and be able to compensate them for that. And that is something that every staff member here feels, uh, not only in their paycheck, but also just in their day-to-day recognition of why they're valued, why they're important. I'm excited about it. We uh, we need to wrap up this edition of the Empty Office podcast, but uh, I'm going to ask uh, uh, Senator Gray Jackson the question that I have asked everybody that has been a guest thus far. If you could choose one person, that person can be dead or alive, they get a vote, and they get to sit next to Senator Tobin on the floor of the Alaska State Senate and help us out. Who would that person be? Senate, former Senator uh, Tom Begich. And I say that because... I've known him for many, many years, and working with him as a minority leader for four years, 
I was, I was totally impressed because I think um, if it wasn't for him, things may not have gone as, as smoothly as, as they have. He's a great um, negotiator. He's a great strategist, and he's like I am. You know, he, he works with everybody because he knows that we're here. Um, you have different parties, of course, but we're here to work on behalf of the um, citizens in our communities, and if we don't work together, we're not going to get anything done. So that's the person that I would love to see sitting next <laughs> to Senator Tobin. So you've been listening to the Empty Office podcast, which is a production of the office of Senator Lukey Gail Tobin. Uh, Senator Gray Jackson, thank you so much for joining us on My that honor. short notice today. Uh, Senator uh, uh, Tobin, uh, congratulations. It was really a good year. Thank you, Mike. And I want to say congratulations to you and on. Thank you for all the hard work that you did. It was amazing because the win isn't just for us. The win is because you fought your butt off to get $175 million for kids. And thank you to all of our staff, and particularly the financial staff that helped the uh, finance committees on both houses because without them, we couldn't have moved this quickly. We probably wouldn't be getting on a flight in a couple of hours. So you've been listening to the Empty Office podcast. Uh, I'm Mike Mason. Please be safe out there.